Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Yes, let's go, baby. Welcome to the Higher Self and I potty. I hope you're well. I hope you're having a good day. Today's podcast episode is all about money. She got the money, money. Oh, yeah. We are stepping into financial safety, feeling safe in the up level of having more money creating more wealth, holding on to more money, and actually becoming, kind of creating the safety within that. Now, I did a guest expert session a couple of weeks back, and one of the girls on the session with me, I was obviously asking them questions, they were filling in the forms, they were messaging on Zoom, and one of the things that um, one of the gorgeous ladies inside said to me is, Beck, I genuinely think it's the unknown for me that's stopping me from kind of moving to that next financial level. And she said, I know it's possible, but I don't know what that version of me looks like. So it's actually familiar to stay where I am. Now this is juicy. And there is so much to unpick within this one very phrase alone, which I am going to be doing today, because I really truly believe the reason why that next financial up level or the next amount of money that you want to hit or that next financial goal that you're setting yourself isn't happening right now. Obviously, there's there's other reasons than this, but one of them is creating the safety around that. The safety within your subconscious mind. And we can sit and journal about it and we can get rid of the beliefs about it and we can do the work, do the strategy, create more space for the wealth. But if it doesn't feel safe to your subconscious mind, it will not be bringing it in. It will not be bringing it in. And this is truly what I want to speak about today because there has been so many people, and I'm sure you can think of many, many examples of people who have never done that thing before and they've gone and done it and now are big, huge names. You know, the if we all walked around saying, I don't know what that version of me is like, so I'm going to stay where I am because, you know, I don't think it's possible. We would not have anything. You would not have me in your ears right now on an Apple iPhone. We would not be on social media. We, you know, all of the creations came from people who didn't know what it was going to look like or what it was going to be like. Or, you know, if they tested it, tested it once and was like, God, no, I actually don't know who I'm going to be if if I do that. So I'll leave that. You know, we wouldn't have any of the technology or anything like that that we have now. So I really don't want that belief to hold you back either because the version of you where you do have that amount of wealth, the version of you where you do have all the things on your vision board can be your reality and it's creating safety around that. So I just want to remind you before you know as we move into this podcast that 
creating the safety is where I really, really want you to start. And this was very similar to the podcast I did last week. Um, If you haven't listened, go and listen. It was, I had so many great, great um, comments from it and lots of people resonating with it. One of my clients was like, Beck, it was like an extra coaching session. So that makes me very happy. But like I said, during that time, 95% of your actions and behaviors during the day are coming from your hardwired subconscious. So if you find you're maybe not selling as much as you want to, or maybe it feels uneasy to keep talking about your services, or maybe you've got a belief in there that money doesn't grow on trees and you have to work hard for money, or that you're a bad money manager, or you can't do sales, I'm shit at selling, all of these beliefs that come up, your program every day, 95% of the things that you're doing is being held by the beliefs that you have about that. So it's time to dive in and really have a look at our money beliefs, um, have a look what that looks like. And I'm definitely going to share a bit of my experience in this podcast as well, because quite frankly, (laughs) I have really had to do some fucking work on my money mindset. And this so much so that it's allowed me to create the wealth that I've created this year, which, you know, Becky of 2020 would literally be falling over if she knew what we'd hit (laughs) the end of this year. It's, It's absolutely phenomenal for her to see. And I can only imagine how she would react. Um, But I really had to step into those new beliefs because money was one of the biggest things that would hold me back because of the beliefs I had about it. So we're going to start there just with a little bit of my money story and the reasons why I felt it's so important to start moving through. Now, as a kid, we came from like a, a, a quite okay family you know we I was brought up I had the things I wanted to have um my mom is like a such a giver so you know anything we wanted we would we would have and and it felt very nice and when I was in year six um my dad had a really bad accident he fell off a ladder and smashed both of his heel bones which meant that he couldn't work um and they went through quite a lot of money troubles during that point we didn't get any compensation there was a lot there was a lot going on um and it meant my dad was out of work for a very long time and during that time um I really picked up some beliefs some thoughts some feelings around money and what money meant and how money felt because I watched my mom and dad go through a really fucking hard time in their lives and I picked up, like I said, picked up a lot of beliefs that, you know, that, I mean, there's so many beliefs that I picked up. I was trying to think of just one then to talk about. There's so many of them. And I carried those into adulthood. And I think from watching parents and watching siblings or, you know, watching other people around you, you start to pick up ways and thoughts and feelings around money that perhaps aren't yours and perhaps aren't yours to keep and yours to hold. And we can have different money stories and that's okay. So when I moved into the entrepreneur space, 
one of one of the biggest beliefs I had was that I had to work really hard for money, which I know a lot of people have. And that comes up with my one-to-one clients a lot. You know, you have to work hard for money and that's always kind of tied into maybe burnout or the fear of burning out again because you worked so hard the last time when you had a lot of money. Um, there's, there's a lot of belief work around working hard equals more money. And when I started doing the work, that came up a lot. Um, The other one that came up was giving. I was such a giver, like no matter how much money I had or what I had, I used to love buying presents for people. I would always pay more if we're at a meal or because I loved that feeling, but actually it wasn't coming from a place of... um, I suppose it was coming from a place of complete giving because I just love doing it, but also it was coming from a place of I'm going to do this so people like me more. So there was a bit of, there was a bit of trouble that I was going through. And bit by bit, I started to do work on my money mindset. I started to be able to hold more money. I started to be able to make more money. I started to be able to scale the business and scale the wealth and in turn, take on more team members, my expenses got bigger, but my, you know, my outgoings got bigger, but my revenue was, you know, times crazy amounts compared to what I was actually spending in the business. So it really does help to look at those beliefs and look at what's going on within that. Um, And hence why I really wanted to start talking about it because I've done the work myself. I've seen the changes that I've made subconsciously and now it's time to teach you. So here we are. So I just wanted to have like a little bit of a reflection for you, you know, maybe what beliefs did you pick up when you were younger? What beliefs were told to you maybe by your parents or your carers or your friends or other members of your family, you know, who was the wealthiest person around you? What were they dealing with? What were they going through? What did you believe wealth meant to them and really start to unpick this money story of yours and I'm definitely going to be going into more detail in the kind of podcast to come as well so have a little think have a little think of where that's at because the more you think about it the more we are aware which the more we can move through so let's dive in to actually making the that version of you that feels unfamiliar that feels unsafe that feels very different if you were to have that amount of money in your bank account what we can do to actually make that safe and to allow you to step into it because gal I want you to have that like I want you to experience that and grow and do the things that you want to do so first of all we need to create safety in how you are going to handle the finances because It looks very different when you're making more money than you've made and you haven't held that amount of money before and you need to educate yourself. Maybe there's a lack of education, which is absolutely fine, but you know, we need to know these things so you can really truly step into them. And a sneaky, 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 sneaky reason why we almost fear attracting wealth is because inevitably it changes how much money we are going to have to handle spending or saving or transferring or investing or taxes you know it comes with a lot more 
lists of things that we have to go through and this can feel really really unsafe and that's why we want to stay where we are financially instead of letting that massive wealth in now if we were to just constantly believe that for the rest of our lives then we'll always stay at the money that we're making which is fine but I know that you want more I know that you want to attract more serve more clients really step into the life that is on your vision board so we have to know how we're going to handle it when we get there And this, like I said, ties into the podcast from last week about talking about how you're going to handle your goal. It's exactly the same with your finances. So I remember when I had a goal of hitting 30k months, I sat down and I actually put it on my vision board in the end, but I really, really broke down where that money would go because that's what the subconscious wants. It wants the path of least resistance. It wants to know where we're going and how we're going to handle it. So I had a little um, space for getting my nails done, for having a massage a week, for what team members I would have on, for how much I'm saving, for how much I'm investing, for how much I've got to just keep in a pot. You know, I had a real breakdown of what that could look like. Now, I got there and it looked very different to when I got there, but I had that map, that clear roadmap that really helped my subconscious go, ah, okay, she's not just going to throw it all away like she used to. (laughs) This is going to look different this time. So maybe have that as your first port of call, you know, write the amount of money that you want to make on top of your page and then start seeing, start dreaming, start imagining what you would do with it if you had it and really get savvy with that like this is where that that education can come in you know is it how much do you need to put away for taxes do you know that have you been doing that you know like all of these things that as a business owner we need to be doing however ironically (laughs) a lot of my clients when they start working with me I'll ask them how much they've made or how much reoccurring revenue they've got or how much they're putting away for taxes and they don't know and you know, we really need to make sure that we're stepping into that business owner. We want to attract the person that we want to step into. And I can imagine a CEO of a six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure business knows these things. So where would the money go? Would you save? Would you invest? What are you going to spend on yourself? What are you spending to others? You know, whatever that looks like, where is it going? And then really sit with how that you with that amount of money in her bank account feels, how that you with that amount of money in a bank account behaves. You know, a lot of my clients are like, oh, well, you know, I've got the money now, so I shouldn't be worrying about this. Well, maybe you should. Maybe maybe we need to be careful with the money, even if we've got more. You know, it doesn't mean more money doesn't mean that you just splash it out everywhere. You still get to be safe with it. That's still being abundant in that way because you're looking after yourself. You're looking after your money. You're not holding it on with a grip so tight, but you're being savvy with it, which I know a lot of business owners want to be. I want to be savvy with my finances. I hear it said over and over again, and I want you to be savvy with your finances. So really having a look in creating the safety in how you would handle it. Where would the money go? Where would you save? Where would you invest? And more importantly than anything else, how does it feel? How do you behave? That you with that amount of money in your bank account. And um, on my vision board, I actually 
took a screenshot of my bank account and I then put it into like a Word document and changed the amount so I could physically see what it would look like to see that amount of money in my bank account and really holding on to the feelings that came with that. And then how can I bring those feelings in every day? Just like I say in every every single podcast. <laughs> um, and really tapping into the qualities of that person. You know, what are the qualities of the person that me, who has that amount, who holds that amount, who who embraces that amount in her bank account? And how can you embody that now? Because that's truly when we start to collapse the time between it. We're not going from matter to matter. We're not trying to force it to happen. We're collapsing the time because you're stepping into that energy. So if the subconscious knows how you're going to handle the wealth and you have the trust within yourself it will automatically feel safer. Now, that trust within yourself obviously comes from the subconscious breakthroughs. It comes from maybe knowledge. Maybe it's knowledge that you need. One of my clients, we did did a lot of work with one of my six-month one-to-one clients around her money. And actually, she ended up quadrupling her recurring revenue because we made it feel safer. She actually started to get some knowledge. Um, we had money dates in the in the diary. You know, it was really creating that safety rather than that feeling of lack around money. She was, you know, before we started working together, she really hated opening her bank account. She would not do that for like, like because she was so scared to see what it was. So really create that safety within it. The second thing that I wanted to talk about today was how to really visualize what it's going to look like. And, you know, that was what one of the beautiful ladies said, like, I know it's possible, but I don't know what that version of me looks like. So it's familiar for me to stay away where I am. Well, make the picture, baby, like create it. You get to choose what it looks like. We don't need to necessarily know the how or we don't need to necessarily know what bloody color of top you're wearing but really start to visualize what that looks like for you you know how are you going about your day one of the big big visualizations that really helped me albeit I'm not in Australia anymore (laughs) but you know one of my big dreams and visions for that wealthy woman that I was stepping into was Noosa And I had the clearest visualization of me walking down the street in a crop top and shorts. They were red. I had a shirt on that was blowing in the wind. I had my green juice in my hand and my yoga mat in the other. And I was just coming back from yoga. I had this visualization of who she was. I know exactly what the office looks like, um, what my kitchen looked like. I always used to visualize about the kitchen I would have. And that really stepping into that wealthy woman, the huge big door that would be at the front of my house. And hey, I could probably still all have this, albeit it not being Noosa, but I'm happy. Um, So really visualize what that looks like because the subconscious does not know the difference between what is real and what is not. Therefore, the more you visualize... And the more you play into that imagination, you know, turn back into the kid again. Like I said, in many podcasts, I used to have a pink bike and I was determined that I was a hairdresser. I believed it 100% because of that imagination that you used to have as a kid. Use it. You used it for many, many years and then we turned off when we became adults. Tap back into it again. Now, visualization is usually best done at night or just as you wake up in the morning because that's when our subconscious is most susceptible to the changes that we want to make so as you're falling to sleep really visualize that 
whether it's the amount of money in your account, whether it's the way that your life is, more importantly, the feelings around it, you know, the feelings are going to lead you to open your eyes to the opportunities, but really create that picture. If you don't know what it looks like, make the bloody picture. You get to decide that. So, you know, that version of you what is it? Who is it? Who is she? The subconscious will become familiar with that picture. So open your mind, open your eyes, and you can start to call in the opportunities because you're bringing it into your reticular activated system. And that's what makes you see other things around you. So really start to tap into that a lot, lot more for me. And then the third thing, and the last thing I want to talk about today is neutrality. And This is really important because I think when you start your business or when you're in the midst of your business, especially when you're in that that space where you're like, I'm trying and I'm working really fucking hard and I'm not seeing any of the, I'm not seeing anything come back. We hold on really tight, right? We grab, we grasp on, we close our palms. It's almost like when you're driving and you hold onto the steering wheel so, so tight. And then you're like, Christ, why am I holding onto it? This so tight. Like we become naturally, um, desperate to get there because we're so passionate and we want it so much however the neutrality with money is very very important and I always say this you know a hundred or a thousand if you saw it without a pound or a dollar sign in front of it it would look very neutral to you as soon as you put a pound or a dollar sign in front of that hundred it then has a meaning you give it a meaning now it could be a good meaning bad meaning whatever that is but there is a weight to that, to the money that you're thinking about. If you saw a number that had six figures in it without the pound sign on and it wasn't, it wasn't connected to money, it would feel very, very different if I put a pound sign or a dollar sign in front of it. So just watch the meaning that you're giving to the money that you want to make. And this is when we bring that neutrality in because that next level the next level of finance, uh, the hit in six figures, the hit in seven figures never freaking gives you what you think it's going to give you. Honestly, I say it from the bottom of my heart, nothing changed. Yes, okay, the external in what I could do potentially changed, but I felt no different. So really, really just remember that the money is not going to solve all your problems. You're I guarantee you there will still be things that you have to deal with when, you know, whatever that looks like. One of the girls on the on the call said, you know, I've got 99 problems and I believe all of them will be solved if I made more money. But, you know, and then she put, but I'm sure it won't. And it is true. Like we hold so tightly onto money being the be all and the end all of saving all our problems. But, you know, even if you look at the Kardashians, they've got more money than anyone and they have thousands of problems still so don't put that like stamp on the fact that you making that money or having that money is going to solve everything we need to have a look inside and and solve the things that we can do inside first of all you know that's when it comes to the feelings and what that is so the less we grip onto the money and what we think it's going to bring us the easier the shift becomes so really asking yourself how can I become more neutral to this being my new reality. If I had 
if I already had that amount of money in my space, how I would how would I be, be behaving? Put my teeth back in. <laughs> if I already had this amount of money in my space, how would I be behaving? And really become neutral to that. You know, a lot of my clients, they'll hit the next revenue goal that we've been working towards. And this has happened so many times where they message me and they're like, Beck, I don't feel any different. And I'm like, yes, it's because we worked on becoming neutral. We became neutral to the fact of the money that you brought in. And actually the feelings that you thought the money would bring you, you you felt way before the money came, hence why the money came. So we've done the work. You know, when they say that to me, I'm like, ding, 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 it has worked. You know, we're stepping into it. So as neutral as you can. So I hope this has given you a little bit of an insight into really stepping into that next version of you, that safety around finances. There's gonna be a lot more speaking around money and the subconscious mind withholding more money and stepping into that new level and what that looks like like but to recap create safety in how you're going to handle them visualize that picture really tell the subconscious mind what it's going to look like how are you all going to feel and then become neutral to moving into it so i hope you've enjoyed today's episode make sure you're leaving a rating or review if you did and i will see you next week your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast so if you have enjoyed the episode today please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.